Welcome to Mortgage Leadership Outlook Broker Edition. I'm your host, Andrew Berman from NMP. As a son of a former mortgage broker, I grew up in the industry seeing the power of the mortgage broker thanks to their entrepreneurial spirit and commitment to serving their community. We partnered up with PennyMac Broker Direct to tell the story of some of the top brokers in the country based on volume, operations, or commitment to their community. Thank you for listening. Hello everyone, this is Andrew Berman and thank you for watching Mortgage Leadership Outlook Broker Edition brought to you by our friends over at PennyMac Broker Direct. And I'm so excited to kick off this series with uh, someone who I didn't even know was a legend, but has now become a legend since I've learned about him, since I've, I've dug into the world of Jacob Deegan, who's a president and MLO with Simplify Home, Home Loans. Everyone, please join me in welcoming uh, Jacob uh, to the Morgan Leadership Outlook Broker Edition. Jake, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. All right, so there's a there's a lot I want to uh, I want to you know talk about here. I don't know if we're going to be able to get to everything, uh, but you do have really just like an interesting story. So, I mean, we, I just can't believe actually at the age you got started in in the mortgage business. You're literally the only other person that I know actually that started in the mortgage business, you know, at you know in high school, uh, other than myself. So tell us actually, Jake, tell, take us back to the teenage years to a young Jake that uh, you know, somehow was introduced to the mortgage industry. How did that happen? So yeah, a very, uh, very interesting story. I was going to be a commercial airline pilot. That was my path. That's what I was going to be. And um, so I was a senior in high school. I had a job at an outbound telemarketing firm. And at this outbound telemarketing firm, one of our projects that we did was uh, was actually yeah, mortgage leads. We actually generated mortgage leads and they were not warm leads by any means. We would call people essentially out of the phone book. And, you know, the whole the whole idea was to uh, to was to set them up an appointment with a mortgage loan officer at a at a local mortgage company to talk to them, give them a quote, see what we could do to save them some money. And so. I really, uh, I really gravitated towards that project. We had lots of different projects. We sold Quest cell phones and Dish Network contracts and things of that nature. But I really gravitated towards the mortgage leads because I didn't view it as a sale. That wasn't, you know, quote unquote, a sale. I was like, wow, we're really helping people with this. You know, we're we're taking yeah. people five percent down to three percent, and they can save hundreds of dollars a month on their monthly mortgage payments. What what a novel idea! And so. You know, I really gravitated to that as a, you know, uh, you know, in my, you know, my youth. And so um, one of the managers at that uh, at that telemarketing firm actually, uh, you know, suggested, hey, look, have you ever thought of doing mortgages yourself? You seem to really like it. I'm like, I'm just a punk 17 year old senior in high school. No one's going to trust me to do their mortgage. And so uh, she's like, well, you know, at least meet the guy and, you know, see, you know, see what you think. So. I go and interview with uh, this local mortgage company and uh, he's, you know, we talk and do the usual interview questions and his big thing, he's like, we've never done this before. We've never considered having a high school kid, 17 years old, uh, originate mortgage loans. Like we're really, we're really nervous that this isn't going to work out. And I'm like, well, you know, uh, you know, I appreciate the opportunity and, you know, I've done, I've done pretty, you know, I'm, I'm really comfortable on the phone and I like talking to people, to people. And, and uh, this whole concept of mortgage really fascinates me. He's like, 
well, you know, you come highly recommended. And so let's give it a shot. And so, uh, you know, I, I would go to high school. Uh, I only needed to go a few periods, uh, you know, to get all my credits to graduate. So I would go to high school in the morning for, you know, for a few hours. And then I was off to the mortgage company for the rest of the day and evening. And so that was kind of my schedule. And one of my funniest stories with that is uh, after a few months of originating, I, uh, my, my dad actually got me a cell phone. So I, I started in mortgages before I had my first cell phone and <laughs> I was in my first period of marketing class and my cell phone starts buzzing in my pocket. And I look at the, I look at the caller ID on it and I'm like, Oh my goodness, this is one of my clients. And so I raised my hand to the teacher and I'm like, Hey, uh, can I go to the bathroom? I, her name was Mrs. White. Uh, Mrs. White, can I go to the bathroom? And she's like, She's like, oh, yeah, sure. Here's the hall pass. Well, of course, I didn't go to the bathroom. I went out to my truck. I had all my files with, you know, all my notes of all my different, uh, all my different clients that I had, uh, you know, originated mortgages for. This particular client was uh, at a closing. They were, they were closing in the morning and yeah. they had some questions on their closing documents. So here I am, 17-year-old in high school, in my truck, out in the parking lot. Of my, of my high school and I'm, I'm walking them through the closing documents and answering their questions and you know, the, the, the transaction successfully closed. And so that's a, a really neat story I'd like to share. So, um, so but, uh, I, 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 go, go ahead. Yeah. I mean, I just said that this is like the first time I've I've ever heard a story like this. I've heard every story to come in and just listen. If you're watching this, please comment actually the year that you that you entered the mortgage business. So if you're watching this live, please go comment or even if you're watching this recorded, please comment the year that you started in the mortgage business or, or your age when you started in the mortgage business. You don't need to know the year. We don't want to date you, but please comment your age when you started in the mortgage business. Sorry about that, Jake. It's just a, this is just a, a fast story and you got me very excited about this this is this is I'm, I'm pretty sure you're the first person that I've that I've ever heard of and probably the last person that I know that asked for a, a hall pass to go fill out a 1003 that is just phenomenal so 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 here you are actually you know, so you, you closed actually they closed that loan you um, and you became very very successful at this pretty quickly yeah so you know within a few months at the company that i was working with uh i had set the company record for the most loans closed in a single month at the time it was 25 units uh which was pretty amazing because like i said i was kind of going up against a bunch of 30 year olds you know 40 year olds you know late 20s i'm this 17 year old you know kid that's doing it all over the phone that's the other thing is that was very unique is a lot of these other uh, loan officers that i was working with they did a lot of their, you know, transactions in person. And I, I quite frankly, wasn't comfortable with that just because of my age. I certainly didn't have the beard back then. And so I looked young and I just didn't think I'd be successful. So I made it a point that, no, I'm just going to do this purely over the phone. And so, uh, you know, within a few months I had set that company record and then, uh, uh, you know, they allowed me to bring on, uh, people to help me and, uh, teach the business to different loan officers. So, I built out a team of like 30 different loan officers uh, and they're all older than me. I'm 18 at the time and managing a team of 30 other loan officers that are all in their mid twenties and uh, you know, mid thirties. So that was, you know, that was very interesting time back in 2003. Uh, and then I, uh, you know, at that point I started getting really obsessed, if you will, about the, uh, you know, the efficiency of the process that was manufacturing mortgages. And so I started building out a team that wasn't so much dedicated to, hey, how many loan officers can we get 
to you know uh, to maximize volume. How can we maximize the amount of loans that we do per team member? That was something that was really really important to me is maximizing those efficiencies. And so, um, you know, with the company that I was with, I I kind of moved away a little bit from being like the the team lead, you know, almost pseudo branch manager, if you will, for them uh, to be in more like, hey, look, I want to have my team that we I don't have a bunch of loan officers, I will be the main originator, maybe I can have a few originators with me, but I want to focus on the efficiency of the team. And so instead of a loan officer being able to close, you know, four, five, six loans a month on average, how can we get a loan officer to close 15, 20, 25, 30, not be a rock star. They don't need to be a rock star, but how can we systematically put it, you know, a system in place to where your average Joe loan officer, so to speak, can start producing consistently 20 to 30 loans a month. And I became obsessed with that. And so for wow. most of the remainder of my career with that mortgage company before I started my own, uh, it was really just mastering that process, really creating a an assembly line, if you will, and plugging in the different team members into each of those pieces to build out a really efficient, uh, you know, a really efficient system. And uh, my, you know, kind of my very top month ever was in 2012. Uh, I, as the originator, funded 140 units uh, because I had this team of assistants and this assembly line put together. And you know, that year I ended up funding, uh, you know, nearly a thousand loans. And so. That's uh, you know that's that's kind of uh, you know one of my most you know my proudest moments, if you will. So, so so give me an idea. And so you did um, almost a thousand loans. How many how many staff did you have to be able to do that that many loans? Uh, I had about uh, I had about twelve. So I had about twelve, mainly consisting of assistants who you know if you will specialized. You know it's kind of like you know Henry Ford invented the the assembly line, right? And, you know, how do you become a master at something? Well, it's repetition, doing something over and over and over and over again. And so I found that I'm like, okay, you know, if I can, you know, if I can segment this mortgage process from, you know, if, it, if you break it up into a hundred different steps, and if I can segment this process that, okay, legally as a loan officer, these are the steps that I need to conduct in order to, you know, facilitate the beginning of the manufacturing process of this loan. But after I'm done with that, I can hand it off to this person who can then focus on just these remaining 10 to 15 tasks that need to be done. And if they do that over and over and over again, they're going to become really, really proficient in that. And then same thing, we move it on to the next person and then the next person. And, and so, uh, you know, we, I, I just, I, you know, I was, as I said before, kind of obsessed with mastering that and making, uh, you know, making sure that, everyone that was in their respective roles really, really understood how to do their role, uh, you know, as, as best as humanly possible for lack of a better word. So how, how many um, steps did, and did, did you define and like, um, and I'm, I don't want to ask you to go into how many tasks for each of those steps, but right. how many steps uh, did you, were you able to isolate? Uh, you know, each each role, if you will, would perform you know several different tasks, obviously. Um, but you know we we kind of have it broken down into about six or seven different sections, if you will, with a specific team member that is assigned to each of those. Wow. So what what do you 
what do you do to manage to do the project management of, of each loan? Like what what are your tools that, that you do to make sure actually everything is moving in a uh, assembly line like process that you they talk about? Um, so, you know, our biggest tool is, you know, and this not is obviously isn't a commercial for uh, Ellie Mae, which, you know, formerly Ellie Mae, now is ICE Technology, but, um, you know, we're, we were, you know, pretty early adopters of, uh, of at the time, Ellie Mae's Encompass. I loved that loan origination software and the fact that it's very task-based, very milestone-based, and essentially, you know, that would, that kind of helped plant the seeds, if you will, of, you know, this system that I'm talking about of these different milestones and having an assigned person to each of those milestones. And within those milestones, you can give them specific tasks, documents, different objectives to complete during that. And that's how we were able to keep it organized. I know other loan origination softwares, they don't necessarily work that way. We, you know, when I first started my career, we were a, uh, we utilized Calyx Point. And, you know, that's what I knew for a really long time, but Calyx didn't, you know, uh, Calyx Point didn't really work that way. It wasn't milestone set up. It was kind of like you go in and it's kind of a sandbox free for all. You can go to whatever form you want and, and you, know, uh, you can start at the end if you wanted to. There's no real workflow or system behind it or no, no organized fashion. And so I really loved how Encompass did that. And it enables you, the tools that are within that software enable you to not only make sure that your staff are on task of what they're supposed to be doing at each step, but also there's tools within that software to make sure that the loan is moving along in a timely manner. And each of those milestones is getting completed within the time frame outlined of, you know, when the loan is supposed to be closing. So I can attribute a lot of it to honestly, our loan origination software and compass to be able to help manage and keep all of that organized. Fantastic. That's great. That is, uh, I mean, that's phenomenal to, to have actually, you know, the, the tools to uh, not, not only be able to, uh, you know, to assign the tasks, but to monitor everything. Now, do, do you actually like, what are some of the metrics that, that you keep to, to, to see actually, you know, how well you're, well you're performing? So, yeah, we have a, we have quite a few KPIs that we keep an eye on and each of our team members, you know, we try to structure their compensation plans to, you know, to uh, get the type of behavior, to promote the type of behavior that we want. And so hmm. uh, you know, turnaround time in each of those steps is a big one. We know how long each step is supposed to take. And so, um, you know, and as long as the loan goes along the, you know, the, and completes its different milestones in the time frame in which is appropriate or kind of our, our company standard, uh, then at that point, the loan should close, uh, you know, should close on time. And so, uh, so the turn time for each of those uh, milestones is a big one we keep on, uh, we, we keep an eye on. Uh, another one we keep an eye on is how many loans in our pipeline are behind schedule. So uh, we're separated into departments and there's team leads to each of those departments or multiple team leads uh, that manage multiple staff members that are engaged in you know, each of their respective uh, milestones. And their job is essentially to be the, you know, the, the shepherds, if you will, and making sure that they're going into each of their team members' pipelines every day and checking to, okay, what loans do we have that are falling behind that I maybe need to help that particular team member with? and um you know and kind of address to you know kind of give it the extra attention it needs to get it kind of back in line back in the flock if you will back to the 
you know, the whole shepherd and sheep analogy. And so, so turn times with each of those milestones is a big one. Um, also the uh, pull through ratio, you know, we, we try to keep a track of, okay, if a loan is assigned to you in a particular milestone, how many of those loans, if you're assigned 10 loans in a particular milestone, how many of those or what percentage within a, you know, a 30 day timeframe, for example, are you getting completed? Right. And so we, we track our pull through ratio very, very closely here. Uh, not only from a company wide basis, but it's boiled all the way down to the individual team member basis of looking at their pull throughs and, you know, making sure that we're making adjustments for, you know, for those particular team members where it's necessary. Another one we keep an eye on is, we want to make sure, you know, uh, as we're going through the loan manufacturing process, you know, customer service is obviously huge. It's paramount. Um, if you're not providing a good customer service to your clients, then they're not going to continue to do business with you. Mortgage is not a point of sale type of transaction. It's, you know, it is a transaction right. that is, you know, quote unquote, sold or originated in the beginning. And that needs to be cultivated and cared for, for, you know, for 10, 20, 30, 45, 60 days, however long the closing process is. And so customer service is a big thing. So one of the things that, you know, we also keep tabs on is, you know, how many positive reviews do, because uh, everyone that closes, we invite them to fill out a review, uh, you know, both positive or negative with us. What we, can we do to improve? What did we do well? Those reviews follow those particular team members in each of those different steps. Uh, and so that's, you know, that's part of their compensation. Um, and another one is related to customer service is making sure that, you know, we have kind of a contact standard that when a loan is in process, we will reach out and update every single borrower in our pipeline at least twice a week, twice a week. At, that is the bare minimum contact standard that we have. And so we have integrated through technology, you know, tracking systems for our phones to make sure that um, every loan in our pipeline is getting that proper standard of contact to ensure that our, you know, to our, to ensure our clients are being properly taken care of. So, so that's just kind of a sampling of some of the different metrics and things that we track on a daily basis to ensure that everything is moving along the way that it should. And our clients are getting the, you know, the customer service standard that we want and expect. Well, that's all. So, so now did you, did I, you say that your compensation is tied to some of these things like, you know, the reviews, turndowns and time? Yes. So uh, not necessarily the mortgage loan officers themselves. Um, it's more yeah. the team members that, you know, that facilitate the loan after the loan is originated. Kind of in our business, the, the loan originators are, we call them the architects. They are the architects of the loan. They're the ones that, you know, they're the ones that find the best program for our particular clients. They're the ones that, you know, obviously make sure that they're qualified and fill out the application and whatnot. But after that, after the, you know, the plans, if you will, are drawn up at that point, the loan moves on to its next, the, its next phase in the life cycle. And, um, you know, like I said, there's a whole set of different team members that take care of that loan, just like an assembly line all the way to the finish line. And so, yes, you know, their compensation is very heavily, you know, tied around their turn times, their pull through ratios at each of those different steps. And, you know, if they're good and positive, obviously they're bonused accordingly. If they're not, then, you know, we, uh, you know, we, uh, we do whatever action is necessary to coach that particular team member and identify what might be the specific items that they're struggling on uh, or struggling with. So. 
Wow, that's amazing. Listen, I, I, we, we, um, when we came up with this idea for doing a, a broker roundtable or broker uh, edition, we reached out to Penny Mac, uh, Penny Mac uh, um, uh, Broker Direct, and, and said, hey, can you give us a, a short list of some of your favorite brokers? Uh, the brokers actually have an unbelievable production, um, have really Really good systems have just some good outreach in the community, and, and you know, there's no question you, you're checking all the boxes. And so, we've through the roof, your sims through the roof. The one thing I actually haven't talked about is the uh, community. I mean, so one of the things uh, you know that you um, are an expert in, you, you've actually been a top ranking uh, um, uh, VA uh, loan originator, um, you have actually you know, um, some top ranking loan originator, VA loan originators work. Are you so what actually led to the decision to you know, uh, to work with uh, veterans, uh, both uh, active and um, veteran uh, borrowers? Yeah, so, um, you know, when the company that I first worked with, uh, and I was with that same company, you know, the, the same company that I started with when I was 17, I was, uh, you know, uh, I was with them all the way till I was, you know, uh, like 35 years old. So uh, 17 to 35, I was with them that, you know, that whole tenure. And so, um, uh, you know, what's, what, what's interesting is, uh, well, not quite 35, it would have been more like 34. I've, you know, getting old, apparently. Um, the uh, that, that company specialized in VA loans. So from the very beginning, when I was 17, they they specialized in VA loans, and and more specifically, they specialized in. They really loved the VA Earl program, the interest rate reduction refinance loan. And you know, so I kind of uh, you know, in lack for lack of a better word, I was born into the VA loan industry, but. As I learn more and more about that particular loan compared to the other loan types, I'm like, wow, what a better, you know, what there there is no better loan in my opinion than the VA loan. They get they get the very best refinance program with the VA Earl, no appraisal, no inspections, no out of pocket costs, no verification of income or assets required. Like, how how neat is that that we can help you know serve the you know the the men and women of our country that put their yeah. life on the line and give them such an amazing benefit distribute an amazing benefit to them to help them save hundreds thousands tens of thousands even hundreds of thousands of dollars over the life of their loan you know and put them into a better financial position you know uh it went away for a little bit but it's back you know um you know a hundred percent financing on cash out refinances. That's something the VA allows. And so, you know, there is no other loan out there that really offers that and still offers it with no mortgage insurance and great low rates. You know, and then of course your purchase transactions, you know, it is a true zero down payment loan transaction with no mortgage insurance, no hits to the interest rate, uh, you know, and um, you know, they can finance some of the closing costs into this, so you can truly structure a purchase transaction. So these men and women get to, you know, purchase a purchase a property with, you know, absolutely zero out of pocket. I always thought that was so amazing and so fantastic that I can take someone who served in the military, and they literally don't need to have any assets, no reserves, no assets. Yeah. They can even have less than perfect credit. They can have a higher debt to income ratio. And I can help them achieve the dream of home home ownership, you know. So as I went through my career, could I have switched to different loan types and kind of specialize, you know, and switched my niche or specialty? Absolutely. Yeah. But I just loved serving veterans, and you know, 
it's kind of like I get to I got to distribute the very best loan program of them all, and uh, you know, so I really gravitated to that. I have family who served in the military, so that was you know that's something that was kind of icing on the cake for me. But you know, it was really just about the biggest thing was you know just distributing the very best loan program of all uh, to those men and women that deserve us deserve it most. Yep, they're entitled to it. They've, they've uh, risked our lives for us. Um, you know, the least we could do is gig. I mean, amongst many other things, but they should have access to the, the greatest mortgage program. But interestingly enough, the industry loves it too because um, it's such low default rates. You know, mm -hmm. veterans do not let uh, do not let their their loans uh, go uh, go into default. Um, so I think that's that is just uh, awesome. So. Um, at, at what point did you realize that the mortgage broker um, kind of business model was the best model uh, for your organization and for uh, for uh, veterans? So uh, the company that I worked for before they they started out as a broker and then they turned you know then they switched over to we we switched over to being a kind of a retail branch of a of a larger lender. And then uh, we eventually broke out a little bit and got our own warehouse lines and became a you know a banker ourselves. And one of the frustrating things about working in that world for you know uh, all the way up to you know essentially the end of 2016, I founded Simplify Home Loans at the essentially the beginning of 2017. Um, one of the things that was always frustrating is I didn't like my lack of choice. I didn't like my lack of option. I, I didn't like the fact that there was a lack of choice and a lack yeah. of options and that you know i there was no way to shop really as a as a lender i i really didn't have that luxury of like oh you don't like the rates that i'm offering here well well tough that's that's what i offer i guess i can go to my manager and get a, a pricing concession and maybe that might work and maybe it won't but i don't really have the choice the power of choice as an originator especially i was kind of my hands were tied so to speak and being a, yeah. you know, what was very appealing about being a broker was just the sheer fact that I can take a client, really look at their situation, and I can go to any number of different lenders to find them the very best, uh, the very best loan terms. I can find that for them. I yeah. am essentially a shopping service for them that they don't have to pay for because, you know, uh, most of, you know, most brokers transactions are set up as lender paid compensation. The, uh, the client doesn't have to pay us anything. And so, you know, that was very, very appealing to me. The fact that not only could I help people, not only from a qualification standpoint, that I wasn't able to help as a retail loan officer, but uh, the fact that in almost every case, I was able to find much, much better pricing than a when I was going, you know, versus a retail loan officer. I mean, in some cases, pricing is tens of thousands of dollars that's what it means to the wow. customer tens of thousands of dollars better in pricing by originating that loan as a broker versus uh versus as a retail lender and so that was one of the big things on why i wanted to make the jump from being a retail loan officer for a lender to being a broker is you know all of the reasons that i mentioned 
Yeah, that's fantastic. No, it's great, great model. Give, giving you the choice to choose, um, you know, uh, who, who uh, so you want to get the best uh, deal for your borrower. Um, you're locked into one company. You know, you're getting the best deal that you can have as a broker. You're getting the best deal available uh, to them. So, uh, like, what, what makes you pick wholesale lenders? Like, what what allows you to say, hey, you know, something I'm willing to consider a new wholesale lender. Uh, like, what, what what would lead you to consider actually, you know, working with uh, someone like you know when you started working with Penny Mac, I'm sure at some point you know you said, "Hey, these guys are great. I like them." But what is that thing that drives you to say, "I'm willing to actually to uh, potentially upset your manufacturing process because that's what you have here um, with trying a new wholesale lender?" So you know, a, a big thing you know we we do try to keep an eye on reviews online. You know that's something that's important to us. We don't want to necessarily send our loans to. To lenders that you know are—I don't want to use the word mistreat—but they're not going to handle our clients because at the end of the day, it's our reputation. You know, they're not necessarily oh, going to remember the wholesale lender that you know that funded their loan, right? They're going to remember Jacob Deegan. They're going to remember the Simplify Home Loans. That's who the—that's who yep. the relationship is being built around. So, you know, uh, online presence, online reviews is is a big one. You know, obviously, pricing is always going to be a big deal to us as brokers. You know, that's that's a big role we play in this industry is making sure that yeah. giving our borrowers a, a very competitive price, uh, you know, versus what else is out there. So price is definitely a huge piece of that. And then, you know, also it's the manufacturing system slash process of the of the wholesale lender themselves, you know. Uh, how is their, you know, how is their website to work with? How is their, you know, how is it, uh, you know, how easy is it to register, lock and disclose loans with them? Uh, how is their online portal and user friendly is it, is it for our different team members that, you know, are going to be very involved with the wholesale lender, obviously, in, um, you know, in getting this loan to the finish line? How easy is their website to navigate? And when conditions are issued or approval is issued, you know, how easy is that to find and upload those items to quickly get them cleared? Turn times, huge. I know, you know, with COVID and the explosion of, of growth that, you know, was the mortgage industry a volume because, you know, interest rates did what they did. Turn times were huge. And there were, you know, there were times where, you know, lenders were, really, really getting bad on their turn times. And they weren't, they didn't have a plan. They didn't have any sort of, you know, just like yeah. it kind of, they threw their hands up. This is the way that it is, you know, hopefully things settle down. And it's like, <laughs> no, you know, we're relying on you to get these loan, you know, to help us get these clients to the finish line. And so turn times is a huge one. And then, you know, your account executive, honestly, you know, you, this is a very relationship driven business. And, you know, oh. so how friendly is your uh, account executive? How, the biggest thing for me, and you know, I, you know, friendly is a, you know, is obviously nice, but the big thing is problem solving. How well does your uh, account executive help you problem solve? Are they very passive to it? And like, oh, I've got this account manager, deal with them, and you know, you're happen to email ten different people to solve a problem, yeah. or do you have an account manager that is really vested in your success as a broker and will kind of, if you present a problem you have confidence in them that they're like, no, I will get with the right people. I will get with my account manager. I will get with my manager. I will escalate this 10 times for you if I need to, to get this resolved. And obviously that's, that is a huge, huge, uh, you know, a, a, a huge player factor, if you will, of, of who we decide to work with and who we decide to send loans to, because honestly, yeah. Andrew, a broker can sign up with a lender 
but not send them any loans. And that doesn't do, you know, that doesn't do the lender any good. The wholesale lender needs to cultivate that relationship in the proper ways. I've demonstrated or explained a few, you know, ways that, uh, you know, we make that decision to send the highest amount of volume to our, you know, our, our top preferred lenders. Well, that's fantastic. Uh, listen, it's, there's you have that relationship. It's it, it's just it's so interesting to to hear you know someone who's uh, you know um, very focused on technology on process. Um, uh, you know the, to talk about actually how important still the relationship is, and you know it's I think actually it's it's um, finding the right lenders that have almost like a partnership uh, approach um, that help actually to complement your manufacturing process. Um, no, I got I got to ask. Now we talked about this um, before we went live, and if you're not okay with saying it, I won't hold this against you. But Kate, would you mind sharing us the fastest you've ever closed a loan? Now, full disclosure, this is you know everything being perfect. This is not actually that how like you know that you've done this many times. But what is the fastest that you've manufactured a loan? Uh, Ten days, and that's uh, you know that's actually a refinance. So it's actually it, you know depending on when you call the finish line, but uh, you know a, a refinance ten days from you know the point of application being completed to yeah. uh, to the loan being funded. So so funded, and you know so that's that's just phenomenal. That is just uh, you know, and I'm telling you. I talked to a lot of a lot, a lot of very tech focused mortgage bankers, and um, they're not able to claim you know to claim ten days. Um, and these are companies with uh, a lot more resources. So this is just a phenomenal story, uh, Jake. Really, I, I really appreciate uh, you know you coming to, to sharing sharing your story with us. I, I think uh, you know really I I've, I can't thank Penny Mac Broker Direct. Um, Thank you guys so much for, for sponsoring the Mortgage Leadership Outlook Broker Edition, connecting us, uh, you know, to Jake uh, so we could hear Jake's amazing story. Uh, Jake, anything you want to say in closing? Uh, you know, uh, to the other loan officers and mortgage brokers out there, I mean, what a fantastic, you know, what a fantastic business we work in, right? Like, you know, we get to we get to deal with the you know some of the largest transactions of people's lives and but every single day we are changing lives and you know it's just i am so proud to be in this industry and the work that we do every single day i'm proud to be here alongside you guys and you know andrew thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to you know share a little bit of you know of my knowledge and you know my story and uh you know there's Every time that you want to reach out to me, you know, please feel free to do so. Fantastic. Well, Jake, thank you so much. And thank you for joining us for another Mortgage Leadership Outlook as we go into the broker edition. We've got uh, three more episodes coming up next week. It's going to be Christian uh, uh, Griffin. Uh, he's going to be joining us next week. Uh, so, again, thank you for joining us. We come to you every Wednesday, uh, 4 o'clock East Coast time, 1 o'clock uh, Pacific. Um, and thanks again uh, to Penny Mac Broker Direct for sponsoring the uh, Broker Edition. Everyone stay safe and have a great month. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Mortgage Leadership Outlook Broker Edition, sponsored by Penny Mac Broker Direct. Please subscribe and share your views on your favorite podcasting platform.